The Next to Nothing podcast is brought to you in part by our partnership with Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is your one-stop shop for everything geek. Find discounted books, new and old games, and a variety of software. A portion of all purchases from Humble Bundle go to supporting a charity of your choice, like the American Red Cross, St. Jude's, Save the Children, and more. With $145 million raised so far, Humble Bundle is a great place to buy your games and help save the world. Use our affiliate link in the description of this podcast, and a portion of your purchase will not only go to a charity, but also help support the show. Visit HumbleBundle.com for more details. Hello everyone, welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money in gaming. I am your host, Danny Kay. With me as always, my lovely, beautiful, dependable, loyal... <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, you're throwing out a lot of things that aren't true. Hi, I'm Ren. I'm bad at games. What's up? What's going on, guys? It's a really glowing you guys doing? He's, uh, <laughs> Ren is just the best at answering messages. Yeah, I'll put that on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely true. Uh, <laughs> and with us, our special guest this week, Stupid underscore you. How's Hi. it going, Stupid? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I am. I've been giggling at my own picture for a good minute or two now. (laughs) It's pretty pretty good. I find I I stare at myself doing during the podcast often. Mm -hmm. Like if you guys ever see me just kind of like this, it's because I'm staring at myself on the screen, (laughs) not even on Discord. (laughs) I'm watching myself on the street. Uh, Oh man! So stupid. For those who don't know you. Where can people find you and what are they going to find uh, that when they get there? Right. Uh, so I typically just stream on Twitch. Uh, username S-T-O-O-P-I-D underscore you. It's terrible, I know. Uh, and I'm pretty much at the moment, I'm just playing a game that is dead uh, until Halo comes out. <laughs> That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, so man. just real quick, because I feel like... I don't know if I've ever told you this story, stupid. Now, the game that you mentioned that you're playing that is dead is, uh, of course, Dirty Bomb that we've talked about. Uh, (laughs) When I first started streaming over a year ago, I was playing uh, Dirty Bomb as well, uh, almost primarily on my stream. And I met a friend of the show, Mama Mouthy, because when I uh, was finishing up a raid, or when I was finishing up a, a stream, I was going to raid you. And I didn't just copy and paste your name for whatever reason. I tried to type out your name and I fucked up twice in a row. And I said, fuck it. I'm going to raid this chick. Damn it. I missed out on a raid. You missed out on a raid really early on. (laughs) That username. I know, man. It's it's the worst. (laughs) It even even got wrecked by like some shitty rap song. I, I hate it so much now. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, uh welcome to the stream. Uh guys go check out his uh stuff. If you are <laughs> uh listening to the podcast or watching the VOD on YouTube, the link will be down below in the description of the uh podcast. So yeah, Aww. welcome. How have you guys been? I'm doing great, dude. I actually got a new beanie. I got a fucking new beanie and it looks so good. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing <laughs> that one out there. I'm, I'm turning into a beanie mood. collector. Didn't just, expect the red in the back. I like it. I it's know. It's good. so cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's been me recently. How are you guys doing? Does it? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. good. Uh, does it come with a hacky sack? 
too? Dude, I wish. <laughs> Hacky sack <laughs> and uh, a couple bongs. Be great. Dude. I guess you only need the one. No comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, you are up in Northern California, so mm-hmm. not. Yeah, we can all I make don't... our assumptions. Oh off yeah, it's legal. Up. I forgot about. Yeah, that. and we're definitely not in the woods growing all the things. Of course not. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> That'd be absolutely insane. Ah, that would be <laughs> that would be such a <laughs> uh, wild wild fantasy. So there's not a whole hell of a lot to uh, talk about this week. There's a couple things, which is a fantastic start, by the way. <laughs> which is a fantastic start, but stay with us. Uh, stay with us. Don't don't turn, touch that dial. Uh, but I played Northbound. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this at all. No. I'm just gonna like get right into this. <laughs> Do it. So I was I was perusing itch.io, um, which for anyone who hasn't heard us talk about that, it's a kind of like a game dev site where you can get some game dev tools, you can sample uh other devs' projects and um, get like free games and, you know, other cheap games and leave feedback for, you know, it's a very much an indie DIY kind of store. It's um, like a storefront, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've picked up a couple of things off of it. I've, uh, I picked up the Law Dispute uh, interactive experience, album experience a couple weeks off. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about that and I picked that off of uh, itch.io. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a couple others. September 1999 was one I got off of itch.io. Ryan, I think you've gotten some stuff off of there. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten a couple off of there. I, I honestly can't remember the names of them right off the yeah. bat, but I've gotten, I think, like three different games off of it. They've been okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So this uh, Northbound, let me get my notes real quick for it. Um. This was a student thesis project Um. that... I guess now the the two students that developed it um, are now furthering the project, coming up with some more stuff. Um, you, I think you can go to their blog and stuff and see more for it. Um, <clears throat> this is about an hour long experience, not really a game at the moment. Mm-hmm. So walking the whole, sim kind of thing. Not even necessarily a walking sim. It's a road trip sim. Um. <laughs> Which, what the hell is the difference? Not a lot. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I don't know. You know wheels instead of your legs. Yeah, Basically. so the, oh, the premise is that you are, you take the place of uh, post-college, um, post-college young man uh, who hits up his old high school friends to go on a road trip to a lake that you guys went to as kids. Um. <clears throat> So the the whole thing is about the interactions between you and your old high school friends and one of your high school friends' girlfriends. It very much hits on – stupid, are you still in university? Ooh, uh, no. No. Ren, you recently finished, right? As mm-hmm. Yeah. You're same boat as me. <laughs> you, guys, you guys know that feeling towards the end of high school or college where it's like – my friends are gone. I'm bored. I'm lost. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what I want to do or yeah. what I'm going to do. What hap- Why do I suddenly have all this free time? Like that, like that weird mm-hmm. period in your life yeah. that for some people only lasts for like a month and for others lasts for like five years. It, this game hits on that weird feeling, that weird nostalgia 
um <laughs> like it in melancholy like nostalgia and melancholy are like the two things this game really wants to hit you in the feels with mm-hmm. and not necessarily not necessarily the good kind of nostalgia Ooh. right the rose colored grasses grasses the rose colored glasses <laughs> that that a lot of that is marketed to people kind of like the the icky feeling nostalgia that things were great and it's not going to be like that ever again Mm -hmm. not that things are great and i can experience them again like we're marketed um sounds depressing as hell yeah it's actually kind of a depressing (laughs) like little experience that uh, there's something kind of cathartic about it as you're kind of Mm -hmm. going through it um, but it also like my big problem with it. It also has like these pseudo intellectual philosophical deep moments that don't really that, to that me indies love. Yeah, that doesn't strike me like well. It very much is not. I'm trying to think of like the way to describe it. It's the kind of deep thought that you feel is a little pretentious and comes from people who feel like they've felt more than what they actually have. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Okay. Yeah. You like the people who, uh, who wax poetically about their anxieties and their depression, um, their depression, <laughs> um, the, and not to, and not to say that, people don't experience those things at all, but it's more of like the people who, who wax poetically about it for attention is I guess where I'm kind of going with that. Um, the, it feels not as genuine as it could be. Mm -hmm. I don't know necessarily why that is. I don't know if it was the names, the names very much are not American. It seems like it was definitely translated. Um, so I don't know if that's something that was just lost in translation. Um, or if there's a genuine, because it's all, all communication is done through text in this game. Um, it's done in a 3D environment in a first person perspective, but everything is done through text. There's no voice acting in this game. And so I almost wonder if that was the problem with it. Like there's just mm-hmm. something lost when you're not hearing a voice say it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had kind of a hard time with this. Uh, because there, there's kind of like that pretentious feeling to it, the I'm putting more deep thought into this kind of attitude that it that it, I'm getting from it. Mm-hmm. And then there's also just like not a lot of interaction. There's not a, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of control uh, in this, which I mean, for an hour long experience is expected. Right. Um, very much like we are going to tell you or give you this experience and you're going to um, and you're going to sit in this experience, which is perfectly fine. Um, I, it just leaves me wondering how are they going to expand it out if they're going to make this longer or they're going to work on this again? Um, mm-hmm. What would what warrants this particular piece being um, expanded upon? What are you going to do to expand it? Are you going to add more avenues and road? Oh, well. It's very much like you just sit in the car and someone else actually drives the entire time. There's like a moment where you drive. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, but you're just, there's, you're just like going across the road. I actually was just doing 
like swerving all over the road when I found <laughs> out I like at this moment I could drive. I was like, cool, I'm just gonna go everywhere <laughs> on the road. Fuck the fuck the road laws. And there's like no other cars like to watch out for or anything like that in like mm-hmm. that section. It was just very empty. Yeah. <laughs> like there was there was uh there was rear rear brake lights in front of you, but you never got closer to them. You never got further away from them. Mm-hmm. You never passed them. I don't see how you could expand on that. Yeah, it would. Like, yeah. It sounds like it's a done tale. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like I said, it, it. The only way I could see you expand on anything like this, is just to is just to let the person that's experiencing this to wallow in like the feelings of melancholy and nostalgia longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm like. An hour for that is good, you know, maybe two hours, maybe two hours, you know, kind of like a sappy movie. Yeah. But like an hour to wallow in in icky feeling nostalgia and melancholy is about all I need. Yeah. Now, I'm an emo motherfucker and I will go <laughs> and right after this, I'll go listen to some modern baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh-huh. Um. Someone just asked in chat, uh, does this have a soundtrack? And yes, it has a soundtrack. Um, there's like some radio stuff you can listen to the radio, but it's very much college rock kind of stuff. Um, stuff that I would have put on uh, my university radio station when I was the general manager of it. <laughs> so this, this like, it sounds like a poorly executed thing that yeah. a lot of different games do very well. Like there's yeah. a million like that that do it so well. One I can think of off the top of my head when I lie and I actually had to go find my review for it to remember the name uh, <laughs> is <laughs> it's the first tree. Mm. That game did. I'm pretty sure exactly that way better than this sounds like it did. Yeah. And I, I wonder if this is because it's a student game that this was like a student thesis. Mm-hmm. Was it like, what did it? I don't know if it gave this information. Was this like their first project they did? type deal or first release project. I would imagine this would be their first release project. Let me look it up real quick. Um, itch.io. I always want to say homebound for some reason. It's <laughs> northbound. Um, yeah. Uh, narrative atmospheric games on a road trip. Um, let's see. Is there any? Basically, at the end of the day, yeah, probably mm-hmm. a safe bet to say it's the first thing they did. Yeah, probably. Yeah, first legitimate project yeah. outside of animating some things and putting input controls. I'm assuming this is probably one of the first things that they've put out for mm-hmm. release. Um, was it like highly reviewed at all, or was this just some random thing? Just some random thing that I found. It, mm-hmm. It's I was going through itch.io, um, which is always kind of an adventure in itself. You can find some interesting <laughs> little experiences so, in it. So much garbage and then like a couple diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, which I mean, as long as you're not paying for paying for straight up garbage, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm very much of the philosophy of with itch.io, if you like something, then throw a dollar or two at it yeah. at the end of it. 
But don't yeah. throw don't throw money at something before you download it on itch.io unless it's a, unless it's an actual thing that you know about already. I feel like, like it's a developer tool or most else. of the things that I I have a I have a online platform that has a bunch of shit. It's a Reddit a subreddit, sorry, that does mm-hmm. giveaway stuff and all that jazz. Half of it ends up being itch.io and 90% yeah. of it is complete garbage and asset flip shit. But yeah. there's always like a couple things that kind of look interesting enough, but I'll, I'll probably never even yeah. try the platform. I, I always consider it like the solid land of meh. Like it's always <laughs> like it's always either like horrible or OK. Like it's never like yeah. this is phenomenal, right? This is this is like mm. a game I would easily pay money for. It's never like that. It's always just like this is all right, I guess. I mean, not, not one thing. Not for me personally. I've played a few games on it and I've never been like, man, this right here, this is worth like a solid amount of my money. It's always uh, just yeah. like, this is a cool experience, I guess. I don't know. I've tried uh, probably like three or four different games on it. And they were like some of the higher rated games because I just wanted to like see what it had to offer. And none of them were really particularly amazing. It was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is okay. I I don't know. I always, that's how I experience I, like itch personally i wonder i wonder how much longer it's going to be able to stay afloat because a similar platform i think it was called desura maybe mm. i think it just died like maybe last year but it was mm. like the exact same concept and tool set yeah. for it and it didn't last very long i think itch will stay up longer it very much reminds me of bandcamp that yeah. as long as there are people willing to throw things up on there, it'll probably survive because they can take a minimal amount of money from that from those projects um, just to keep servers afloat. Mm-hmm. This isn't a, this isn't a service that is trying to create all sorts of you know friends lists and stuff like that. It's really a yeah. It, it's band camp for video games. Crazy bare bare bones from what yeah I'm exactly getting. it's just a it's a place that people can throw stuff up so they don't have to buy a, a website domain mm-hmm. um and then have to set up a stripe or a paypal or something like that <laughs> everything is just kind of there i think the main um, issue that killed sorry to deviate back to no Missouri, no sorry. by all means i think the same thing that killed that is mm-hmm. also happening on itch.io because i think the biggest deal that shut it down was people basically just putting out copyrighted material <laughs> Mm, like yeah. recreating Mario and Sonic and then making a game and putting it on itch.io or whatever and then getting banned yeah. <laughs> within minutes. <laughs> the amount of shitty Pokemon uh, ROMs that I've seen posted. <laughs> just yeah. No way it can be sustainable with all that infringement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this game, uh, paying $2 for my Pokemon ROM hack. <laughs> I increased the difficulty of Pokemon Crystal by a factor of ten, yeah. and allowed you to choose any starter that you or choose any Pokemon you want. Every Pokemon's now a Tyranitar. It's slightly <laughs> changed in color. There's a, there's different genders now. There you go. Oh, <laughs> no changes. You have you have seventy two genders for your Pokemon. <laughs> for the Pokemon, or for and the they all for the Pokemon. Okay. The Pokemon can identify as any seventy-two genders at once, and oh they will, and they can all mate freely. <laughs> oh my god! I think that'd be the um, thing that shuts it down quicker for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> True, Nintendo. Nintendo is. Uh, um, they're getting better. They're getting better, but they've struggled in the past. Yeah. Um. Oh, so, yeah, that's Northbound. It's if I had to sum it up, it's. 
it's a game that feels like somebody watched too much Garden State and listened to too much uh, Iron and Wine and Tiger's Jaw uh, and oh, wants to wax poetically about feeling lost in the world. That's what it is. If you want that, if you want to dwell within that kind of uh, that kind of emotion for an hour, <laughs> sure, pick it up. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it enough to want to throw any money at these guys. I'll yeah. I because I'm looking I'll at it right it now. I found their later. Twitter. Yeah, I found their Twitter and I found like their website mm-hmm. and it looks okay. That that's probably like the best <laughs> I'm gonna give it. It looks all right. It doesn't How look like, like yeah. It's oh. it's like in its own artistic like area, you know what I mean? I it's kind of actually it looks a lot like other games that Danny has played. I can't remember the last game, but uh we talked about it the other day. It was a walking sim, uh well maybe not the other day, but it was you gotta, you gotta the, type I'm learning. The it was the walking oh. sim that was uh based from an album, I believe. Oh, oh yeah, God. that was a lot of spew um Yeah. The yeah. panorama. Yeah, it kind of sort of reminds me of that. I don't know. It's 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 very own artistic like design. It's nothing like totally crazy. There's really not a lot going on from the looks of it, but it definitely has its own like look. So I give it that. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm also just like, eh. Yeah, that minimalistic polygonal yeah. style where yeah. you can tell where everything is. It looks like it was done in Unity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely Unity. <laughs> I yeah, wonder you how... can tell by by the lighting for sure <laughs> i wonder how sustainable it is to make games like that because they're so easy to make but i can't imagine many people i say easy i shouldn't say that easy mm-hmm. i can't imagine many people fuck with them like, right there's no way that all of these games can be played when they're so easy i said easy yeah. again. <laughs> they're quickly made in the same type of style they're Just very like efficient <laughs> yeah they're <laughs> extremely <we> <laughs> efficient they come, the they come together they come together well because they're almost pre-made in many ways. And so at that point, mm-hmm. what you're really relying on if you're making a game like this. Yeah, that's how the story's going to be. You're, you're relying, relying on everything relying on else. Story. Yeah, you're relying on your story and maybe some sort of different aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, and for like a lot of these games, you have to hit like the right emotion that someone's going to want to dwell in for a bit. Mm-hmm. That sense of melancholy and, and negative nostalgia people don't want to sit in that for very long right um, oh yeah the, the time the time that you give to a lot of those is almost i think it's almost always under two and a half hours anything yeah. Which, like that you know i know i know some people who who do some people who who dwell in that kind of that that emotion that melancholy for very mm-hmm. long periods of time but those are also people who i am very close to and have a lot of deep concerns for because i know why they feel they want to dwell within those emotions right this so yeah uh this kind of thing i can't imagine too many people wanting to dwell much longer on it i Mm -hmm. i imagine if they're if these guys want to continue with this project in particular um it's probably just going to be maybe a little bit longer some more text options or some more options in in terms of the dialogue some more game some more yeah. game yeah <laughs> um and maybe some update in the graphics maybe actually adding details and faces and making people look real uh, instead of polygonal <laughs> yeah. um yeah it's an art style that they can yeah, yeah it's an art style. <laughs> mm-hmm. some you know maybe real animations and stuff so 
And that's Northbound. Check it out if you want. It's free. If you like it, throw a dollar or two at the guys that uh, that made it. And mm-hmm. yeah. what do they classify them typically as? Uh, pay what you want or whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which is which is why I I, I liken this so much uh, to Bandcamp so much because mm-hmm. almost every other indie album that you see on Bandcamp has a pay what you want. And whenever something like whenever I find something I like from Bandcamp. I almost inevitably throw a couple dollars in the way of the artist. I give it a listen first. If it's not on Spotify, you know, I download it for free and then I throw mm-hmm. a dollar or two. I feel like uh, it's a good system. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think that's a great way to like get your very first product out there and just like let some mm-hmm. eyes see it. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I mean, thinking of it that way, I'm not really expected too much from the game in the first place, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a great little yeah. starter system for sure. Just to be like, mm-hmm. hey, what do you think of my game? And it's like, it's okay. It's like, okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Hope and I I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that. I hope they got these guys take the 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 criticisms, I guess, with a mm-hmm. grain of salt. I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that. If they listen to this. Yeah. And if you guys <laughs> listen like, to this, reach out. Say hello. <laughs> I felt like you did a very good job of it. Very professional. <laughs> yeah i i try i try not to be vicious especially on uh things like this but um mm-hmm. you know what we can be vicious about guys oh boy or, you know who we can be vicious to oh <laughs> i'm intrigued <laughs> i'm interested <laughs> go on internet service internet service providers that want to charge an extra 15 dollars for an elite gaming package oh i thought this was the other thing i i <laughs> didn't know i was thinking like every single one of these things could be it <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> i'm angry <laughs> oh man so yeah. so so fast passes are finally out that's the thing great <laughs> yeah that's essentially the, where that's at cool. the dystopian feature the the dystopian future that fcc chairman Ajit Pai has ushered in. It's Fucking finally God. coming true. The worst. <laughs> oh, man. Have I told you guys when I went to the radio show a couple years ago and listened to Ajit Pai talk, I have never rolled my eyes harder at a public official. <laughs> within within his same speech, you guys, anyone who wants to see how two-faced Ajit Pai is, <laughs> can watch his keynote address from the Austin National Association of Broadcasters radio show and hear him in the same speech talk about loosening restrictions and regulations on the radio industry while simultaneously cracking down on pirate radio stations. Jesus. <laughs> like, so on one hand, you're going to be loosening restrictions and regulations on the industry while also cracking down on the industry? <laughs> It, t- it takes such an ability to be able to say something that's just such a flat out lie and not and not like and hold your ground. That's yeah. that's the key thing. It's like you really yeah, got to stick with it. Perfect. And of yeah. course, all the CEOs of Intercom and Cox Media, who, by the way, owns radio stations, um, Intercom, iHeart, everyone, all the executives of all these radio companies. This guy's got a good idea. <laughs> Listen to this guy, he knows. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, uh, 
And if it's not obvious, we're all streamers. I feel like that's probably like a big area of where all this anger is coming from. And just anybody uh, on the internet. Anything. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so, yeah. it's the worst thing. And I can't believe that yeah. it all happened. Yeah. So we can, we can uh, backtrack real quick. So for anyone who's just looking into, you know, maybe I know we, I try to cater to some high schoolers here, but this is mostly for people who need to understand, um, the internet. There's a principle. Uh, there was a guiding principle for many years that the Obama administration uh, enshrined called net neutrality. The basic idea being that internet service providers cannot restrict or uh, give priority to certain data flows based on commercial interests. Mm -hmm. So, the one of the big things, one of the big examples that was always there um, was Verizon being one of the largest uh, wireless service providers as well as one of the largest internet service providers in the country, restricting the flow of information from Netflix because Verizon owns Redbox. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a huge point of it. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> to, to place my flag where I stand, I, in terms of, net, I'm not wholehearted, you know, net neutrality person, my whole position was that you should not, that I, internet service providers should not be allowed to um prohibit data mm -hmm. from or slowing down data but they can uh incentivize people to use other services by say increasing speeds or limiting uh by eliminating data count one example of that would be um AT&T allowing you to stream direct TV uh data free Meaning yeah. that whenever mm -hmm. you stream DirecTV um, to a cellular device or from your home, yeah, um, it wouldn't count towards your data cap. That was, a, which is a big, big thing. That's pretty big. That was now, pretty much the only like good kind of way to fight that, because mm -hmm, the other yeah. ways were mm -hmm. limiting and yeah. taking yeah. back from other places. Now, now net neutrality. The, the whole like the hardline net neutrality position is that you can't allow either. Mm -hmm. That's the hardline net neutrality position uh, is that no prioritizing and no prohibiting. Mm -hmm. Everything has to be treated equal. Everything has to be treated the same. Which most I'm people were for. Yeah. Which is what most people are for. My my position is is no prohibiting. And if you want to if you want to fast track something or count something that's not against, uh, you know, not against the data cap, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But the minute you start trying to prohibit or slow down data flow from uh, other companies, um, that's when you're in the wrong. So that's my, that's my, my stake. Mm -hmm. uh, the it's fair. So after the Obama era regulation or after the Obama administration, the Trump administration brought in a former Verizon uh, lawyer named Ajit Pai. Ajit Pai had already been on the FCC's, um board or involved in the fcc before um and under the trump administration was put up to be the chairman of the fcc which is the federal uh, communi uh communications commission who oversees all of the uh communication industries telecom uh, uh industries in the united states stupid you're canadian so we can um we yeah. can talk about some like the differences <laughs> here but that's kind of the long short very abridged mm -hmm thing of what happened ajit pai uh later in 20 was it 2018 ran uh for what specifically for when though? um when he ended uh yeah, obama 2018. 2018 
Was it only 2018? I'm, I thought it was a further back. Maybe it was so. 2017. Um, <clears throat> so it was at that point in time that he rolled back Obama era regulations on net neutrality. Um, and it took a little while for anyone to really make a move. Now it seems that Cox Media, which is, or uh, Cox, I guess maybe not necessarily media, Cox, which is the fourth largest internet provi- provider uh, in the country, uh, seems to be making one of the first moves, at least very publicly, um, towards gamers. Mm-hmm. And so what they're offering is an, for an extra $15 a month, you get a. Uh, private hold on uh you get a prioritized gaming packet service that sends gaming packets faster through an optimized path um than say what netflix packet or you know regular video streaming packets would do um right now it's just like in a trial phase and that's kind of the big thing mm-hmm. um We've talked a couple times on the show about game streaming, you know, Google Stadia being announced. Um, Very and, fascinated with that, by the way. Yeah. So this feels, this is very convenient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the way I see it personally, <laughs> being completely honest. It's like, let's announce all the streaming platforms. Let's make streaming easier for 15 more dollars a month. Somebody, by mm. the way, fact-checked, and it was, in fact, 2018. Oh, awesome. Fact-checked 2018. Thank you very much. Thank you, Green. Um yeah, I want to say it was in the fall of 2018, but I'm not, or in the uh, summer of 2018. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, it, that's kind of what that's what we're at with this particular situation. Now let's get some hot takes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> who wants to start? <laughs> I'll let you guys. I'll stay as far back as I can, considering where. <laughs> For what it's oh, worth, I, I don't know as much about it in Canada in general, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the first thing I found is a huge form about saving our own net neutrality at the moment. So that'll be oh, fun to go wow. through after. Yeah. So yeah. Let's, yeah. Go on, Hedred. I was going to say, I'm in the boat where I actually am for like net neutrality as a whole. I, I don't believe that there should be an incentivization as well as like punishments per se. So in my eyes, this is still it, it, the way I see it is it's a punishment to anybody else who's not using it. Like it, that's yeah. the way I see it, because realistically, that kind of service is great for anybody like having a fast pass to just like have better latency issues can be huge for all sorts of things, not necessarily just gaming. It's particularly large on gaming. But when it comes to like streaming videos or things like that, and for $15 a month, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's $15 a month. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm not going to pay 15 bucks a month just to like get like an internet yeah. pass that I should probably already have in the first place. That's yeah, the way I, I see it. That's the bigger, the bigger issue in it. It's that you're already, you yeah. should be getting what you're paying for regardless. Exactly. And the fact that they're making a system to actually get you it for real this time. Yeah. Yeah. Is a terrible thing. I'm also on the side of everything being neutral, even yeah. if there are benefits to fast lane type things. Mm-hmm. I can see where people can go for why they would want it, but yeah. I, I feel like neutrality is the only actual way you can go for it. I completely agree. That's that's the boat I'm in personally. Mm-hmm. I don't. Kind I'm really not into it. Leads to different slopes, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's gonna cause a lot more issues down the road. I mean, like at that point, like a bunch of people are gonna have fast passes, and then really, what's the point? Fast passes aren't gonna do a whole lot. Yeah. And then they're gonna be like, then, "What about another fast pass?" 
Yeah, what about a second one? Fuck it. Like, why not? It would just never end. Yeah. I mean, realistically, it it would end when somebody gets really fucking salty and starts, like, throwing (laughs) out lawsuits. But, I mean, there's there's always that little time in between where it's just like, we can make a lot of money here. That's the way I see it. Mm. I don't know. That's... That's that's my boat. That's where I'm at on it. Yeah, I'm so like my my whole thing is necessarily there's a I would really like to not see like faster and necessarily internet as much as I would like to see ISPs just look at their existing services and not count those services against data caps. Mm-hmm. That's just data caps in general being a shitty practice. Yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree. Sunken. Yeah. Um, which I'd rather not see those either. <laughs> and I'm kind of and like I'm just in like this weird conflicted state about this story because I on one hand, I you know I don't want government intervention, and I don't think in this current administration with this current FCC chairman we're gonna see any in- intervention in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I we already know more so the opposite. alliances. <laughs> yeah. Now, and like I said, me being kind of my libertarian, you know, laissez-faire kind of self, I don't want to see a bunch of you know regulations come down on this. But I also don't want to see shitty services like this. Mm-hmm. Um, that will supposedly reduce lag by 34% for an extra $15 a month. Yeah, and yeah. they just they can make up any nonsense they want with that shit too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like that necessarily like that number is so arbitrary. That number realistically means nothing. I could like pay $15 mm-hmm. a month for that service, but because of where I live, it could be like instead of 30 something, it could be like 2. And it it's seems like more yeah, like okay, a great. Trick. Exactly. That's yeah. all it seems like. And it just seems like another way where other people can be like, hey, look at that. That's working for them. They're making money. Let's do it. And that just I turns mean, into this entire like shitty process that's now in place. Yeah. Until that's Comcast comes in and does it or Time Warner <laughs> comes in and does it. Mm-hmm. Um, On that note is things like it's a pretty big deal here. And I don't know if it's like that debated, but I've always hated it is the fucking the false uh unlimited thing a huge issue where you guys are at all oh where unlimited data unlimited transfer you have yeah you have an an unlimited data cap but once you hit like 100 gigs they slow you way down yeah to almost unusable speeds yeah that's a huge thing here it's like fine Um, type things i mm -hmm. I hate that that's a thing at all i don't know how that's fair and or legal so i it's yeah Yeah, it's yeah, no, and I I completely agree. That's an unfair practice based on, uh, based on that's more of an FTC thing than an FCC thing here in the states, the Fair Trade Commission, mm-hmm. where <laughs> that's that's not puffery. That's that is legitimate uh, uh, deception on the part yeah. of the advertisement. Like I. Anyone who tries to make an argument that 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 the unlimited data cap isn't advertisements when they actually cap you at like 60 and then slow you to unusable speeds mm-hmm. is some sort of they, they might technically be right, but it's confusing it's, for the consumer, which is where the problem lies. If it's confusing for the consumer, yeah. then that advertisement is then is therefore not good, nor is it ethical and in, the FTC should get involved. In it's reality, it's it's false advertising. 
Yeah, and it's like exactly. a, it's a lost practice that was done before that shouldn't have carried over to something like the internet. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this is actually now this is where people are gonna like start to point at me and be like, "I thought you said you were libertarian-ish, <laughs> light, you know, little L light <laughs> diet that was a good libertarian." He did for it too. <laughs> yeah, you're not a, like I said. I'm kind of I'm pretty laissez faire, but this is where to me. We talk about it a lot of times. Municipal internet provided by cities and states mm-hmm. would be a great fix to this. I honestly, I, I completely seen, agree. I and really I've seen do. It. We've we've talked about this before. I'm I'm from an area that uh, I have had municipal go- uh, uh, internet. I have where the local utility company Cedar Falls Utilities in uh, Cedar Falls, Iowa, provided internet that outcompeted and was cheaper than the private sector (laughs) chattanooga tennessee has seen the same success and this is where like this is where that stuff is really good Mm -hmm. because it shows private companies that if they can get outcompeted by a local government they need to change their practices yeah that was a that was a huge thing with google sorry to deviate Mm -hmm. that's a a huge thing with google what they call their internet service uh Uh, fiber uh, Fiber. Yeah, when they were putting all that in and it like kind of spearheaded a move for a bunch of different American ISPs to try to catch up and try to compete mm-hmm. with them. It just kind of seems like if that had continued, it would have been even better, but it sort of yeah. fell off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although no, they I'm... did keep a lot of their changes that they made a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in agreement, though, to be honest. I, I feel like that's so because we've even talked about this. We talked about this a tiny bit earlier before the stream even started. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this a couple times also. But there's so much monopolizing when it comes to internet companies. Oh, yeah. very, very much. Like especially in the areas where like Danny lives, where I live, because I live in the woods in Northern California. <laughs> there's like maybe mm-hmm. two options here. It's just not a thing. And uh, I don't know. There needs to be some sort of baseline. There really does. Because if I can't just like, if I'm stuck, the original uh, internet connection I had before, and I paid like sixty, seventy bucks a month easily for it, was like three megs download three three i i get like 60 now for like not even that price for cheaper but like because that was my only option because where i lived it's like well i mean you could have that or nothing that's your choice but like to choke people yeah (laughs) into a submission into submission for that is the worst and it sucks yeah exactly i don't know there there really needs to be some sort of baseline just something yeah yeah, in um, I know South Korea had had a lot of those problems with with a very monopolized um, internet industry, I, an internet service providing industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as soon as the 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 officials, the authorities in South Korea broke that up, South Korea ended up getting some of the best internet in the world. Mm-hmm. Which aren't they regarded for having the best? I thought they were yeah. the highest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is very strange considering our neighbors to the north, <laughs> which just goes to show some uh, some striking uh, pros and cons to to certain uh, you know ways of organizing society. Do you know that, that they they weird jump in? I'll let you get back uh, to it. You know that they appear in like Olympic events and shit like that together. North yeah. and South Korea. I didn't. I had no idea that was a thing that ever happened. <laughs> it was, uh, it was very a very recent that they. 
Yeah, it's a very recent thing that they did to start doing re, uh, reunification across the DMZ. Um, but yeah, no. It, it, so the the problem with monopolization in the United States when it comes to internet service providers is pretty bad. And the fact that one of the I think one of the worst things that could have happened to the internet service providing industry for consumers in this country was um, the fact that courts blocked municipal governments from going outside of them uh, from providing internet outside their municipality so mm -hmm. cedar falls iowa cannot provide to waterloo oh, chattanooga cannot yeah um and i think that uh, i think the decision actually needs to be reversed mm -hmm. uh i think that needs to be reversed by by the courts that municipalities can offer as long as it's a contract as long as it could, it's a contracted agreement between two municipalities or two states i see no reason why they cannot do that how yeah. are they even allowed to make that decision? I, How is that a decision they can make? Uh, you know, I, I'm not a lawyer. So <laughs> I, can, I, can't tell you, I can't tell you what the legal, uh, what the legal thing is for, what the legal precedence was to block municipalities from going outside, from providing services outside their mm -hmm. jurisdictions. Um, so I'm not sure, but uh, stupid, you made on with uh internet service in uh canada right now sorry i, I lost you for a sec there <laughs> yeah. no, it's all good um yeah i saw my video connection was was taking a plunge <laughs> uh, my my provider is probably pissed at me for <laughs> we're talking guys peace everybody hide <laughs> everybody hide <laughs> sorry um, praise charter <laughs> praise my bill <laughs> I'm oh sorry, Mediacom. Please do not come down upon me. I should preserve my bill. Damn it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what's going on? You made mention briefly about um, internet in Canada. What's going on in Canada? Okay, so net neutrality is pretty much upheld and still a thing here. I'm, I'm going to come out right out the gate and say that I'm not super well-versed in it. Mm -hmm. But from what I have always known, that uh, net neutrality... I don't know how many laws are actually in place to kind of keep it, but the general consensus is that it is a thing that is alive and kicking here. Mm -hmm. And just I quickly searched it up just so I didn't sound like an ass when I was <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> and I immediately found a site called, I guess I'll just I just pop it in, I guess, but actopenmedia.org. Uh, there is, I guess, some sort of bill being looked at to, uh, to change that in Canada. I don't know much of what's going on, and I've never even heard of this one time before. I spent all my time on the internet, <laughs> and it's very, very odd. But I think this is rather recent. They they're always they always try to be very sneaky. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the telecom companies are always very sneaky. They uh, very rarely do they really make anything until they absolutely have to in in the public discourse yeah that shit stays quiet which yeah, is which quick. is understandable if you're a company trying to make yeah if you're a sleazy company decisions. trying to make like decisions that aren't good for the general public it makes sense to not tell the general yeah. public <laughs> makes sense yeah it makes sense not to let uh, the the general public get involved yeah um what what are the major telecom companies there in canada because here we have time warner we have verizon t-mobile cox you know, uh, Comcast, Mediacom, Charter, 
you know, all these uh, internet service providers that kind of chopped up the country in different ways. Um, what is it like there in Canada? Just out of curiosity. So it's different per province and city, mainly mm -hmm. city. Um, but I think the big guys typically, I just, I searched up too, just to get it, but I was pretty bang on. It's a company called Shaw, uh, mm -hmm. Rogers and Bell. Okay. And so I think most major cities only have like two options mm -hmm. here, but at the end of the day, they're pretty well, they're pretty good at holding up actual net neutrality laws. I think there was there was one big thing with one of Bell's companies a while back. I can't really remember it all that well, but it was something like, ah, oh God, it's escaping me. I wish I did more research on it. It was like, basically, they were throttling a bunch and they got mm. a ton of shit for it. Yeah. And I think they they had they ended up like walking back a ton of their practices. They, I think they've reimbursed a ton of people's bills for stuff. And mm. I don't know if it, it might have been a class action lawsuit. Now that I think about it, but I don't really know. But yeah, typically, typically the way it's seen is there's not that many options, but the options are pretty good at following their restrictions mm -hmm. and like not not screwing people over that bad. Yeah. Where I'm where I'm at, I only have I have two major, and then I think I have a bunch of like really shitty startup ones that aren't they aren't mm -hmm. there yet. But I think a couple of them are starting to try to get fiber going. Mm -hmm. With the with that. It's fascinating to see. I don't think a single one of those small places have been around longer than a year. Hmm. And there's like, there's a good few of them. So I think it's pretty well known that they're locked down to just the two. Yeah. And I think in most, it actually might just be one, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so I was actually kind of reminded of a practice, and I'm kind of curious to see if you guys remember this. Like T-Mobile and Sprint and AT&T and Verizon, they were all doing these packages where if you signed up or got a new line or got a new uh, wireless plan with them, that they would give you like a month of Netflix free. I think I saw Sprint doing like, we'll give you a bunch of Pokemon Go stuff for free. Hmm. Have mm -hmm. you guys seen that at all recently? Not recently, no. But I haven't really no? kept up yeah. with it specifically. I don't know. I feel like a lot of advertising really just isn't like super strong anymore. Just because of the way that the internet works. And I mean, like, I'm going to be real with you. I have ad blockers out the ass. So that's, I mean, that's, that's the other thing I want to run into. But I mean, I don't know if it's that it's not strong. I think it's just, it doesn't hit you. Yeah. That much yeah. That might, that might be it. That, well, not possibly. <laughs> Maybe. But my entire job is to schedule commercials, and I literally do not care about commercials. Very, <laughs> I, can be pretty literally, I literally put commercial, I, I tell commercials when to play. And I, I hear the commercials every day and it still is just white noise. There's nothing in my brain's like, oh, let me listen to this real quick just to make yeah. sure that like I scheduled these correctly. Yeah, my brain just <laughs> tunes them all out. It's terrible. I can't think of a single ad that has gotten me to actually buy anything or to do anything. Yeah. I can't think of one. Every time yeah. I've seen an ad, I more think, oh my God, I hate this. Fuck this company. And then I don't mm -hmm. think about it ever again. Yeah, exactly. There is Unless it's a one. There's there is one ad that I hear a lot when I'm listening to podcasts, and I'm not going to say who it is because they got to pay me money. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? Got a cash check look. somehow. Is the head-on like, applied directly to the forehead? <laughs> Are they around still? <laughs> no. 
I will say it is something to do with dental hygiene. And anyone that listened to podcasts right uh, now. Yeah, I know who you mean. Know exactly who I'm talking about now. And I'm just like, I actually kind of want to like try the service. Every, <laughs> every one of those, I, I find it so common in like podcast fucking ad companies. So many places are just starting their own either tooth care products or hair products or like shaving or bathing. It's just there'll be one thing for shaving and then the next month after they have toothpaste that you can go get. <laughs> I wonder how this happens. I'm making run branded uh run branded <laughs> shaving now. It's happening. Well, it's a thing. Who was it? Uh DeFranco. <laughs> Philip DeFranco made his own uh yeah. his own hair care line. Beautiful bastards, isn't that what he called it? He's yeah, got like a so mousse and stuff, beard oil. I'm like He's totally, that shit, I, it has to make good money for how common it is to do it. Yeah. Just to make your own or to even promote it. It has to be such a good industry. And for what it's worth, I should kind of jump in for that a little bit. I, as a bald guy now, <laughs> I've given thought to joining one shaving company thing, but I haven't mm -hmm. done it because I just am lazy. So as a recently balded it. man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll pay me and I'll be good. <laughs> There's a there's a toothbrush company. I'm like, I I know exactly. You know, if you guys let me just write my own copy, I know exactly how we'll work this out. <laughs> um, before we uh, evolve too much further, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about in um, terms of uh, this this Cox story? Cox, don't do it. People who are in the Cox area, the markets <laughs> or this, don't buy into it. That fast lane, no go. Yeah, yeah very bad. Um, ISPs still suck. Please don't kick me out of my service. That's basically <laughs> it. I think that's as much uh, that can go in there. <laughs> neutrality, good. ISP is usually bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I can I do a PSA PSA and speak on behalf of you two real quick? Oh boy. Okay. No matter where you are in the world, if you're in the EU, Canada, the United States, South Korea, where no matter where you're at. Always look for the policies and pay attention to the policies that directly impact your life. This includes policies such as net neutrality, tax codes, stuff like that. It might be boring, <laughs> but it matters and it matters to your wallet. It matters to your financial health. It matters to your rights. Just Pay attention to policies. Good to You're, stay involved on that shit. Good to stay involved. I know it is boring, but you're gonna you're gonna want to. Um <laughs> so that's my PSA. Pay attention to the public <laughs> domain in like if you're in Canada, defend net neutrality. If Probably you're in the United States, we have elections coming up again. Because we always have elections coming up again. I never know why. There's so many. I don't know what's happening. I'm so bad with anything <laughs> political. And I, I, there's a new one every couple of months, and I don't know what's going on. In oh, Wait, man. in Canada or the States? Because Any, the States... In the States, that's what I was going for. I know more about American politics than Canadian. Oh, yeah. It's because American, can, uh, American politics are so pervasive in everyone's daily life. It's insane. <laughs> Basically, anyone who is in the United States... Uh, who is outside of the United States and wonders why it feels like we have so many elections. It's because we have uh, major elections every two years and they pe people start campaigning a year and a half before those elections. So you feasibly have six months after an election before another major election God. theoretically starts up. Yeah. 
uh, so many. Well, think about this. The 2016 election had its first candidate, the uh, first official candidate being Ted Cruz announced February of 2015. That's for what year? That was for the 2016 election. The first candidate uh, for the 2016 election was uh, Republican Ted Cruz, who announced his candidacy in February 2015. A solid almost two years before the election would even happen. Oh, <laughs> well then. Yeah. So that's so that's why it always item. feels like there's so many elections in the United States, because our candidates announce almost two years before prior to the election actually happening yeah now that i think about it i think if you I, I hear more about elections being getting ready to happen but not actually happening mm -hmm. maybe i'm just putting the yeah. two together mm -hmm. um so yeah and that's kind of why like it's 2019 right now the election for 2020 doesn't occur until november uh or yeah until november at the end of this year but we have 20 candidates no <laughs> When's the next election? Why am I why am I saying it's November 2019? It's November 2020, right? <laughs> uh yeah. But yeah, we have 20 candidates almost a year ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> 21 candidates if you if you count the incumbent. Yeah, it's just a very weird like how our system so works. Oh man, that's so many. Um So yeah. Uh that's ISPs. Like I said, that's my PSA. Pay attention to that stuff. It's important. I know it's boring. I know it, it causes anxiety uh, for many people, yeah. but you have to pay attention. Even if you just have a few a few things that you focus on, like internet service providing uh, companies yeah. and ISPs and, and uh, ISPs and politics, not very fun, but very important to pay attention to. Very important. To. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now let's bring back some of our listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you two uh, can uh, talk about oh. Halo. <laughs> oh, we're talking about Halo! Yay. Oh, praise <laughs> me! All right, all right, all right, all right. It, it, I would say it's good news, but it's horrible news. It's terrible news. It's the worst thing that ever happened in the history of the world. I cried a lot. Um, the, Halo, the Halo Master Chief uh, Collection beta has been delayed, and I'm sad. Yeah. I am soul crushed on that shit. I think specifically it was the test flights for the Halo Reach multiplayer aspect mm -hmm. for PC has been pushed. It was supposed to come out, uh, I think they said just in this month and mm -hmm. is the 30th and yesterday they said no. So yeah, yeah. not the greatest. It's, uh, you know, kind of sucks. Yeah. But uh, I guess if it leads to them ironing out kinks, eh. I guess so I, want I don't know. I will be dead honest. I look at it and I'm like, this is a game I have on a fucking Xbox. I, I can't it can't be that crazy hard to port over, can it? Like can't possibly. <laughs> like, come on. I know they have I, to have uh, been working on it for a bit. There was no way they just announced it and we're all like, oh, we're starting it now. It was I, they had to have been like, we have it like kind of set up and sort of ready. I feel like it's gonna be there's so many different things that make me very unsure of how it's gonna work. I feel like it's hmm. pretty quick. Like, I think it's going to happen soon. There yeah. was that thing that one of the companies, Splash Damage, very odd still, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, sent out an email where they listed that it was, they said that, like, all of the Master Chief Collection should be out on PC by the end of 2019. Splash or something Damage like that. said this? Yeah, because they're mm -hmm. working on Master yeah. Chief Collection. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Which is odd. <laughs> still yeah. odd. 
Well, they were working on the Gears of War stuff too, weren't they? Yeah, they've been doing Microsoft-esque stuff. It's just Halo for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of stuff. instead of working to fix a game that yeah. was brilliant. <laughs> they went from like, I think it was just like shitty mobile games for Gears, then to actual kind of Gears, yeah. and then to Halo. <laughs> it's a major jump, but apparently they have earned it. So, hey. <laughs> But yeah, oh, if man. if that whole thing, I want to believe it, but there's no way. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way. If the whole thing about it, all of the games being out before 2020 is mm-hmm. real, that'd yeah. be fantastic. But I, I yeah. can't see any world. Yeah, yeah that's a little. I don't know. I mean, the way from what I understand, I don't know if this is not ne- like I don't know if this is necessarily true. But uh, from what I've heard, it's supposed to be a rolling release, and they're supposed to be doing it from like chronological order not necessarily like the actual game release date order so like it's not halo one at the start it's reach yeah yeah Yeah. and uh god i don't want four um right (laughs) yeah uh i don't know i i I just want a just one of them i just want one of them out sometime soon i'll be happy i'll be a happy camper i could stop playing siege i could just go and know why halo for the rest of my life i I can stop playing dv (laughs) halo all day i'm kind of glad that it's reach first because i don't know why Uh that's one of my favorite ones yeah i think it might it might just be because of the armor or the abilities Mm -hmm. minus armor lock (laughs) yeah i mean it's definitely one of the more polished titles um i don't play halo Yeah, I never played Halo 4 on multiplayer because I played so I played bad. Halo 4 uh last year when I did like a Halo like streamathon of all the games and oh. I loathed that game with a fiery passion. I what couldn't is, what, believe it. I could not believe just how much I hated the game. What were there the, was so much rage. What were those shitty enemies called? They were like pro- Prometheans? Yeah, they, they were, were I I think so. And they actually looked looked cool and by looked i mean like two looked cool and the rest looked horrible and then did nothing and every enemy was about as dumb as like a sack of bricks and it was atrocious they they looked pretty bland and they were annoying to fight yeah like yeah yeah there was there was quite literally maybe one enemy that looked super sick and from my understanding this is gonna get into a really weird tangent because i did a little (sighs) bit of research on this that's right danny how's this D talk going (laughs) Um, so I did research on this and to my understanding, um, the Bungie, uh, actually did Bungie do Halo 4? No, that was 343. Okay. Yeah. So 343 got a, a, essentially like an open check from uh, Microsoft and being like, put as much resources as you possibly can into this game. Make this the best Halo game you've ever seen. And Mm -hmm. so they didn't consider times, I guess, like a bunch of idiots. (sighs) And uh, <laughs> so they went all out on making one specific enemy, like on one particular enemy. And then Microsoft was like, we need this fucking game now. And it's like, <gasps> and then the entire game went to shit. And it was just literally one enemy that was even remotely interesting. And I that was heard it. anything about that. Yeah, I heard it from, I believe it was from Racevic. Uh, he's a YouTuber. Um, I heard it from him, I believe. It was it was very interesting because it kind of even went into insights about it. the other games also. And that particular game, it was just like uh <laughs> they're just like, here, here's a lot of money. Do the things. And they're all like, oh, we're gonna do the things. And then they did one thing. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> they literally just did one. <laughs> it's like, you gotta what be are you, kidding me, man. What do you think is better? I everybody shits on the 343 games, of course, because uh-huh. they're not as good. Uh um, I think unequivocally. 
is yeah. three is four worse than five which one's better? i never played five i've never played oh, no? five. no i after four i i considered playing five but after i played four i was like this is probably for the best i think this <laughs> franchise is dead to me <laughs> it it was okay and i think that's the only way you can go for four yeah. and five they were both yeah. okay and yeah, I've heard enough. five was solidly okay. I have never yeah. once in my life heard a good thing about four, except for the multiplayer. Apparently, that was okay. I guess it was okay. Yeah, it's apparently okay. that was eh. But uh, never once in my entire life have I ever heard anything <laughs> good campaign-wise about four. And after I played it, I was like, I understand why this sucks. This is trash. It sucked too because five had such a good. It had such a good thing to it. The five mm. campaign and like actual story in it was really good. But then they split it up with a dude that no one cared about so in the game. Actually, so that's kind of an issue I had with 4. And I know Danny is like glossing over right now. And honestly, it's the <laughs> coolest thing to see that I'm not the one doing it this time. It, I just peer over and he's like staring. It's all good. No, see, here's the thing. was Before the podcast started, uh-huh. uh, both of you mentioned Halo stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, let oh, me give Ren the opportunity <laughs> because, uh, to talk about Halo. And I can be the person who glazes over, just like Ren, whenever I talk about D&D with anybody. I'm waiting to and see. I, and here's the sad thing, and, and Ren has, has earned this, is I've brought on D&D-centric guests. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I yeah. Explicitly D&D, and the entire podcast was D&D, and I'm just sitting here so like... It's Danny and the guest, and you're there. Just yeah, like, man, I'm here. So, no, oh, Ren, man. You've earned this. Don't... <laughs> So, so there's actually one particular thing about four, and I thought it was the most jarring thing is that you can actually see the random spots where they put a lot of effort into the game, but everything else is horrible. There's like two. There's there's a cutscene specifically that's really intense, and honestly, if they had the game based like around that specific cutscene, the game probably would have been phenomenal. Like it honestly probably would have been a fantastic game, but the gameplay itself was boring. It was tedious. And like most of the cutscenes sucked, but there was occasional, very, very limited storytelling times where it just it really like it essentially slapped you in the face. And it's all like, no, you're not the god here. Everything's going to shit. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and it's like, oh, OK, everything's dying. All right. Got it. Um, it's, been a, it's been a while since I've played it. But yeah. That aspect of the actual story in it was really fat. It was cool. Yeah. And yeah. They, they went into it further for five. But mm-hmm. the game, both the games just weren't that good. Yeah. And yeah. It was, they, they, it felt like, it almost felt like fighting hordes for mm-hmm. a lot of them and then dumb bosses yeah. that weren't. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I remember only one enemy to be complete. Oh, well, I remember like two. I remember the stupid dog things because I was like, how can these be so oh, dumb? I hate those stupid and then dogs. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, how, how could they have possibly made fake <laughs> robo dogs look so stupid? Oh. And then. <laughs> And then there was essentially flying drones that looked like they were trying yeah. to become flies, but they were like obscenely dumb. And I didn't understand the purpose of it in the slightest. And they made no contextual <laughs> sense at all. And I was just like, I don't get it. I don't know why you're here. I don't I don't understand. None of this makes sense to me. Did, <laughs> I just um, don't get it. They were boring. Did, it's I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's OK. Did uh, was for I don't want to spoil or anything like that. Uh-huh. Was four the one with the main bad thing being three of one big thing? Or <laughs> I think so. No, four okay. was um 
I believe four was just like <laughs> it was one like stereotypical bad guy that wasn't even interesting, if I remember right. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was because you went God, and I it made no nothing. sense. It just sort of happened. It literally just sort of happened. So like the main enemy of the entire story is almost meaningless in context. But it's yeah. like one random dude. Oh, I'm starting to remember this now. Um, the boss fight. The boss fight's a cutscene. That's what the boss fight is. Fuck, it's not a boss fight. This? It's a cutscene. It's literally a cutscene. You get to the boss. You get to him, and then it's like press this button, and then you press the button, and then it's over. And then you beat the boss. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, oh, that's that that's Halo Four. Yeah, it was shit. It was so bad. I don't understand it. Oh, I don't know where you could even so... possibly, in any gaming sense, be like. <laughs> How could we end this game in a good way? What if we had a cutscene where you pressed one button one time? It's not even like a QTE sequence, really. It's like you just pressed a button and you're like half dead. And then you're like, they didn't even. And then that's it. That's it. Game done. There you go. Yeah. They didn't even try to Far Cry it. No. Go play the shitty uh, microtransaction stuff. Have fun. Yeah, it was horrible. It was so bad. I couldn't believe it. Such a shame. Um, yeah, no, in terms of, like, the best uh, Halo games from my experience, it's definitely tied between Halo 2 and ODST, and then uh, Halo 3, ODST. and then Halo 1. Halo 1's good, but it's Halo 1. I don't know. It's it's yeah. it's good. It's solidly good. Hey, ODST is severely underrated, and Halo 2 had an amazing story that people just shit on. It hurt, Halo, what <laughs> it hurt my soul. Story? A lot Halo of people didn't. Had... A lot of people really hated it because you were playing as an alien, like, half the game. Oh, yeah, okay, I can kind of see that. Yeah. Was, I feel like that might have been a thing where the marketing didn't really, it didn't really yeah. nail down that you weren't chief that much. You yeah. You weren't the main guy that much. Yeah. It, it was, so it was definitely interesting, it. though, because um, it added a lot of context to the aliens themselves. Like, it actually gave, like, a depth to another race entirely, versus yeah. it just being like, you're killing the aliens! It's like, but the aliens have this entire thing, and this is the reason why they're doing it, and this and this and this, but they also have a corrupt government, and it's crazy, and that that's, like, the entire reason why shit's going, like, hitting the fan, and, like, yeah, two of them cool are like, I don't fucking know about this, and the other one's just like, shut the fuck up, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially how it goes. That's, that's basically the government plot of Halo 2. Oh, God, I can't wait for it. That's what I want now. I'm yeah. excited for Reach. <laughs> One's going to be cool. Two and three. I just can't wait. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, so good. that's all I'm excited for. I mean, I'm excited for multiplayer, so that way I can actually know life this game right from the beginning. Yeah. But <laughs> my uh, but my yeah. game plan is probably going to be do as much uh, lasso, which is yes. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. Do as much of that as I can. Yeah. So if people don't know what lasso is, uh, I actually found <laughs> this out when I was doing the streamathon because I was curious mm -hmm. to see if I could do it on an old copy <laughs> of Halo 2. Don't ever do it on an old copy of Halo 2. You will hate yourself and everything <laughs> nope. around you. It's horrible. Um, All right. Lasso is legendary all skulls on and skulls are a modifier. They, they can be anything from uh, in Halo 2. There's a blind skull, which makes you have no HUD at all. You can't see your gun. You can't see your reticle. You can't see how much health you have. You can't see your radar. You can't see anything. It's all gone. There's and, a couple uh, of them that are really like, they're yeah. like cosmetically different. Yeah. But so there's, most of the bad ones just. Yeah. So there's some like uh, Grunt Birthday Party, um, which is awesome. when you kill a particular enemy and you get a headshot, you hear like a little party scream <laughs> and like confetti pops out of their head. And that's awesome. what happens. It's fantastic. Um, 
But I tried it. I tried it on Halo 2. And there's some big issues with Halo 2 when it comes, like, gameplay-wise and, like, difficulty-wise. It's one of the stupidest games I've ever seen in my life. I don't understand. Great game. Fucking horrible if you ever want to try it in that way. Ever. Um, the snipers are essentially aimbots. Like, you pop up for half a second and you're dead. Literally half yeah. a second and you're dead from, like, three different snipers that all have perfect headshot precision. Like, they're gods. I don't understand. I, I, I think the only way to do lasso shit is, like, following guides. I don't even see how most... Anytime you have to fight anything that snipes, yeah, it's, it's over. There's no way. Yeah. And, and if, like, is it... When you play solo, it starts over from the very beginning, right? Yes. So, uh, yeah. there's another skull that if you die... Nor, there is a checkpoint system. If you die, the checkpoint system's gone. You fucking yeah, lose like the checkpoint out. system. That shit's gone. It's out the window. You now start from missions... Which is like, oh, you ended up here and you've spent like 40 minutes here. You lose, you're dead. You start over. You lose. That's <laughs> essentially how it goes. I died. Oh, I died man. from like an enemy at the end of a mission while I was fucking around. My first time ever doing anything lasso and I have not played it since. And that was about <laughs> six years ago. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, when I was doing the Halo streamathon, I got to Halo 2. And my thought process was, I'm going to lasso this shit. It's going to happen. <laughs> And the way that lassoing in Halo 2 works, because since it's an old title, you can't actually just turn, like, you can't toggle the skulls on and off like you can in later versions. You have to actually find them while you're playing the game. Like, you have to progressively find them while you're going along with it. And the very first one is it sets all the difficulty oh, of the enemies yeah. to the highest difficulty possible. <laughs> <laughs> which is like the worst situation ever. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. It's so bad. And then the second one is you can't see. You, you essentially can't see what you're shooting at. You got nothing. You're like, you're just lining up the center of your screen and hoping that you're getting headshots. And like, if, if you need to reload, you hope you're hoping that you know what gun you have on your back. You're hoping that you oh, know yeah. how much ammo's in it. You're hoping that you know if you need to reload it or not. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a lot of different worries there. There's a whole lot of different shit that you got to worry about. I got yeah. halfway into the game. It took me like a week and a half of just hardcore grinding that shit. I got like halfway in and I quit because I was like, this, this, there's no way this can be entertaining. It's impossible, dude. I'm dying like five feet past my respawn over and over and over again. I haven't even gotten to the fucking like restart the level skull yet. I haven't gotten oh, there man. yet. And I'm already like struggling super hard. And I'm just like, I don't fucking know about this one, dude. I think I need to drop this. Um, I think. I think they changed the whole way that works in the yes. anniversary that they did. Okay. Praise be. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think it worked that way. When <laughs> no, I was it does not. Before. It's just not Thank at all. I have, I have the really old style copy and uh, mm. it's rough. I cried. Did you play on console or on uh, PC? I played on PC. I found a Ooh. PC disc copy. My computer doesn't <laughs> have a disc tray. So I had to import the files to a computer that did have a disc tray, then move the files onto a USB to move them back onto my computer. Oh, old media. Yeah. Question? Yeah. Why didn't you just buy an external disk drive? <sighs> Why would I buy an external disk drive if I don't have to? He had the other one. He could just yeah. throw it on there. And yeah, all I had to do was put it onto a USB. The way that old files, like Halo 2 files, they're not even, honestly, they're not even like encrypted or anything. You quite <laughs> literally, the disk has all the files and you can literally just put them on your computer. And then you can yeah. run it from there. And it just acts like it's the game. Nothing changes. Really, if anything, really it's better. Anti -piracy type <laughs> if anything, it's significantly it better running. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's the reason why I don't want to spend like 15 bucks on the disk drive. I genuinely thought about it for a while. I really did. I was like, eh, I don't need one. I'll, I'll never use a disk aside from this one moment. <laughs> anyway. I bought so a Blu-ray disk drive for my computer that I have only used once. And I don't know why I have it. <laughs> that that right there is the reason why I don't want that, it. I bought it for that exact thing. I had nothing that I could have ripped the stupid disc on. And I was like, all right, I'll buy it and then I'll use it forever. And then, you know, it's up. Oh, fun. man. <laughs> but yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I, I think, I, I think I've covered my like quota. On yeah. <laughs> for Halo. Yeah. Halo, Halo is great. You have uh, blazed my eyes over. I, I, guys, I heard there's no uh, Battle Royale coming to it. I don't even yeah. care. I don't want it anyway. Sounds fucking What's stupid, and I don't understand the what? point of even mentioning it. What's the point of even coming out with a new Halo game if you're not going to put Battle Royale in it? Yeah, where's my Battle Royale? God it, damn it. So many people praised when they made that. Every time it's come up, they fucking praised the hell out of it. They're like, yeah, it doesn't have this thing, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, no one would have cared. They would just played the normal thing anyway. Also, when is that game that would have, in theory, had it is called Infinite, I think. When's that even supposed to come out? Is it 2020? I... I don't even know. I'm pretty sure it was actually supposed to come out this year, but then they're all like, let's let's uh, let's do the anniversary collection. Like, let's do the Master Chief collection. And then that should tie people off for more than enough. Danny pretty almost sure got it. out of Halo. He was close. <laughs> he was so close. He's like, I'm free. Oh, I still can't believe it's going to Steam. That's unbelievable. That that I actually certain. is. I feel like that's something that even people that don't like play halo can respect that i mean like it's a map like it's a microsoft title that's it's not just title. exactly it's like the main microsoft title that's not just on the microsoft store they could have easily limited it right there like a hundred percent just like yeah you gotta buy it on the windows store you fucking lose i knew it was coming to pc at one point but i, hmm. I never would have thought steam yeah <laughs> i'm I... very glad it is I wonder if the reason that they're doing that is because they had such problems with the Gears of War Windows exclusive. Maybe. Probably. That, that probably had, is it. Windows Store is not a no, good it's, platform. It really is. And the UWP system is really bad. Hmm. Um, because just like right off the bat, the whole Gears of War thing, I mean, it being on the Windows Store killed it. Yeah. Killed that game. Like there's nobody on multiplayer for Gears the, for the most recent Gears of War um like two months after release mm -hmm. i want to say like it was i mean just on the store and then dead that was yeah. it for that game so I, i'm curious if they're just taking a lesson from that even though i'm sure halo would it would they could have put it on fucking windows yeah. xp yeah i don't think that would have like mattered i i think people definitely would have gotten it there's got to be something else but... in it I wonder it, if it's it's a very good PR move. Like there, there's literally no downside, realistically, of just being like, we also put it on Steam. And it's my like guess yeah, is, congratulations, you made like 10 million people super happy. <laughs> my my guess is they'll do that on PC that on Steam, right? Mm -hmm. And then Infinite goes Windows uh store exclusive or some shit like that. I can see that. I could, I could see definitely that see that being like an intro thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're done. We're, we're done with we're done, Halo. <laughs> Too much Halo. Oh my god. Well, no, it's all good because that was the last thing on my list to talk about. Oh. <laughs> Want to do the Fortnite, uh, Fortnite or Epic stuff, maybe? Well, yeah, we can talk about that stuff. Um, I don't know how long these go. <laughs> we 
we so the big thing i guess is epic says it will stop and this is from polygon um michael be, mcwerder wrote to be this exact it was tim sweeney right mm. yeah who is is he a major stakeholder or is he a owner of the company the i don't know what it is ceo owner okay mm. he's the he's the big honcho um he's the big dick swinging at epic games he which by the way <laughs> You don't see any of these. You don't see any of these other CEOs fighting on Twitter with fans like Tim Sweeney. <laughs> like Sweeney has been doing. Recently. Pretty odd to see. You don't see like Gates yeah. uh, from a couple of years back and, pop in, uh, flaming. Yeah. <laughs> the only other, the only two people that we see behave in that way on Twitter. The yeah. Elon guy. Musk yeah. and Donald Trump. Oh, <laughs> no, we've, we've seen the uh, we've seen the Gearbox guy doing somewhat the same thing ish to a degree yeah. recently. Yeah. yeah. I, I was kind of shocked. I was like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. You can. You can. <laughs> no one's yeah. going to stop him. It's just, all right. Oh, man. But yeah, sorry. So, uh, yeah. So Tim Sweeney, the CEO of Epic Games, said that they will stop their practice of buying up or securing exclusives uh, as soon as Valve uh, in slash Steam matches Epic's uh, revenue share for developers and publishers um steam takes 30 percent cut uh while what is uh epic 12. taking 12 yeah, percent it's like yes. 12 yeah um and to, to exact or to put more info for it i think that was it was a tweet in response to somebody complaining about it about exclusivity deals and shit like yeah. that mm-hmm. on twitter yeah he made that as a response and then mm-hmm. it got latched onto for an article yeah yeah which <laughs> there's no it's it's a flat out I, lie yeah <laughs> i i just don't <laughs> why would you even mention it <laughs> they didn't start a, a store so they they didn't start a store for the good yeah. of the developers yeah exactly yeah, it's, it's just, even it's even if PR. that is like the the thing they want to hide behind on that shit like even if that is like an actual thing that they're just all like yeah no we'll totally do it you mm. bet your ass they're doing it because they're, they're spending so much on exclusivity in the first place it's not yeah. to make like oh let's help out the devs it's like oh god we're losing so much money buying out these fucking exclusivity deals for like 10 plus yeah. mil and I don't know, are they really losing that much money on them they're spending they're a like ton like of money on these exclusivity deals like a sh- like mm. a lot like a lot a well, lot and you also got to think that they're getting a bunch of free games mm-hmm. they're giving out free games yeah um, it costs money to do that yeah i almost want to i mean subnautica was on the epic mm-hmm. game store for free i yep. mean there's um, it's been a bunch of good games yeah i want to yeah. say i even want to say that uh gone home is uh, yes it's uh, it's, it's the most recent one at the moment or humble or something yeah i think they had a free thing on that as well i think humble had it and uh yeah i think indiegogo had it as well that one wasn't yeah, super so- exclusive but it definitely like they just they're throwing around three games like free games all over the place yeah and i mean they're i get it twitch prime did. yeah they're yeah doing, yeah they're doing what twitch prime did which for us is good mm-hmm. the, uh, for the like general people who just want free shit yeah yeah <laughs> it's good for consumers and shit and yeah. it's good for the people they're paying to get free free quotations games from yeah yeah it's just like that can't possibly be that great for revenue like there's no way no <laughs> it's more for brand appeal right you know? exactly yeah. i mean, I mean also, this is all a like a ton of backing this is essentially their pr year essentially is like they're buying mm-hmm. exclusivity deals so that way they can get amazing games on their thing as well as giving okay. away free games makes sense but like that's a lot of money by... <laughs> it's a huge amount of money yeah 
And like, what happens when one of these like large backers just decides you're spending a fuck ton of money and we're not seeing feel, nearly as much results as what we want? I feel like they're the ones wanting those deals almost. I kind of, I, I, what is the company? The Chinese company, is it? Uh, uh, Tencent. Tencent. I, or Tencent, whatever. Uh, I feel like they're the ones wanting to get that kind of thing going because it's it's notable for their branding. Mm-hmm. If people want to play a lot of the a lot of big titles, they have to go to this one place that this one company owns, a, right. part, of, a part of at least. I don't yeah. know exactly what they own. So they own forty uh, percent. Yeah, is it four? Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yep, sorry. they own 40% of uh, the Epic Game Store. Mm-hmm. Uh, or of uh, Epic Games, I'm sorry. Not the they, they own Activision too, right? They have they uh, own... stocks in Activision, yeah. Or they oh, have... Yeah, they have yeah. Um... I thought they owned something, whatever. They own they... Riot Games. That's it, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't pick <laughs> out which was which. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they develop their own. They own Riot Games. They mm-hmm. have um, major holdings within Ubisoft, Activision, Blizzard, um, and a couple others. Uh, yeah. yeah, Tencent has Tencent has a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. Yeah. Speaking so, of yeah. Ubisoft, uh, did you see recently that kind of a? I keep, I keep derailing. My bad. No, um, no you're fine. Did you see that thing? Um, they were trying to get, I think, a hostile takeover was being put into effect from or to Ubisoft by a company called I think it was Vivendi, and I think they just bought out all of their stock <laughs> in the past couple months. So they saved themselves from that. Seems good. And then they got, then they got financial involvement from Tencent anyway. So <laughs> we know where to go. Oh, man. So, yeah, back to this Epic Games thing. This just feels like um, a na-na-na-na-boo-boo. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you are, but what am I kind of like <laughs> argument or like Deflecting response? and... Just giving false information and yeah. false hope, and just trying to make one place look bad. So you're it's just a ton of BS. It's really all. Yeah, it's, it's empty. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a poor, it just feels poor so idea. Empty. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would ever have believed it. Yeah. yeah. No. So well, it is what know, it is. I yeah. mean, apparently, it's gotten turned into articles. So somebody's got to believe it. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're talking about it right now. Which um, <laughs> <Yeah>. fair point. <laughs> Let's uh, real quick. Tim Sweeney, I bet you won't respond. I bet. <laughs> I think you're Tim Sweeney. I think you're too pussy to respond to us. I mean, I'll literally Damn. put all of the money I have on that. <laughs> Not happening. Tim Sweeney. <laughs> Tim Sweeney, fight me after school. <laughs> Don't beat me up, please. I'm on the I'm jungle. Here. Three, three o'clock by the jungle gym. Be there, oh, Tim man. Sweeney. Okay. <laughs> Guys, then, I'm doing this for the podcast. Yeah, I, I like it. It's good. It'll work out for future interviews. Real smooth. <laughs> no one will be the wiser. Guys, so many people will listen if Tim Sweeney responds. Oh, no. <laughs> article after article. <laughs> article, yeah. Oh, man. This just in. Tim Sweeney absolutely destroys podcast hosts on Twitter. <laughs> Podcast host is too busy yeah. scheduling radio commercials to respond. And then there's oh, the man. other, the other thing, I guess, for it, uh, similar kind of. No, that's similar vein. I'm dumb. The Fortnite thing, I guess. Oh yeah, eh. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are angry because of Fortnite updates. 
um, oh, being yeah. the siphoning, the like the health absorption. I haven't played mm-hmm. Fortnite in over a year. It's been a long I have time. No, yeah, I have no idea what's even going on with that game. It it could not hold my attention for the couple times that I tried to play it. That building, um, man. <laughs> Tilt the towers. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, people are angry about that, and mostly like the big names, um, Ninja and and other Fortnite streamers. Yeah, a lot of people have ragged on this thing where. Uh, just instead of diving into the whole thing, you could probably just easily say mm-hmm. a thing that was made to make the game a lot more competitive esque mm-hmm. got rolled back because the casual influence or nope, the casual involvement from uh, a lot of different people was diminishing, and people were not happy about that. So when they undid that to cater to the casual audience, the hardcore audience got very upset about that. It was cool seeing the oh, sorry, it was cool seeing the um, there was like. A duo, I, I guess. Are they a team? If they're a duo, I guess they're a duo. Yeah, a professional duo team, whatever. <laughs> like in their victory speech from winning whatever tournament thing, mm-hmm. they like they bashed the game and said they were quitting after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> While they got handed their trophy, and the poor announcer guy or the commentator <laughs> had to just like ah. Uh... It's but yeah. It's probably one of those moments. It's kind of like uh, Michael Myers and um, Kanye West. <laughs> wow! What is this? Oh wow! This is a deep cut for you guys. Then uh, back during Hurricane Katrina, it was like one of those uh, charity telethons, and this is where uh, Kanye West did his whole George Bush hates black people, and oh, Michael no. Myers, uh, Canadian <laughs> comedian, he just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what the guy felt like. <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> there's just, there's no way uh, there's no way to get yourself out of the situation. You're locked into a horrible train wreck that you have to just You're, watch. Oh, it's, it's just like live on television or on live stream, and you're just. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that seems like it's just kind of like a non. Yeah. So people are going to be angry about it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a patch. Nobody it's the move, they, a a move they had Should to make. For, it helps their game. Yep. And I could see why the people that play it in such like a competitive mode will be kind of annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. But they're a business that needs to keep their thing, their cash yeah. cow afloat. So yeah. this had to happen. Or else they can't afford the exclusivity deals. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the deal. Guys, they need to get more V-Bucks <laughs> through the system. They're going to try to get Halo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, be so sad. I'd use oh, the Windows Store if that happened. There, there would be some tears. I'm just saying. <laughs> some real tears. <laughs> uh, I hate that launcher. It's so bad. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? <laughs> I think we're good. I think yeah, we're I fine. I can't think of a whole lot. <laughs> oh, man. We had our half hour of Halo dishing. So, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. And then we 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 talked about internet service providers and, and, and politics. So <laughs> great light light politics. This isn't like deep. Uh, what do you think of the three percent tax rate on this particular tax bracket and how it's going to affect 
middle America over their span God. of 20 years. Yeah, don't you ask me about the cashmere matter. shit again. Damn. Jesus. <laughs> I don't even know what the provincial tax is where I am. <laughs> I have none of this information. <laughs> Ren, I really want to know your thoughts no! on the geopolitical situation. <laughs> It's Ryan, never going to happen, Danny. <laughs> Ryan, do you want to talk about Venezuela right now? I will actively unlearn all politics <laughs> just to spite you. Oh, wait. Oh, I know the Venezuela yeah. one. We could go all day. It's oh, perfect. God. Um, <laughs> all right. So if we have nothing else to talk about. We'll no, we have nothing else to talk about. Next week, Venezuela. <laughs> next sure. Yeah, next week after this coup seems to end, we can talk about Venezuela. Oh, um, so uh, before we derail ourselves and lose all of our listeners, let's go on ahead and end this. Um, stupid, we'll start with you. Uh, what's coming up on the channel? Where can people find you? Ah. Um, all the good stuff. Plug away. All right. Um, all that good stuff. I'll do I'll do the plugs. Uh, so yeah, I'm still just doing what I've been doing for a while. I'm just, I play a bunch of DB or Dirty Bomb, I guess. A game that is very much dying. I'm basically just doing that until Halo comes out and then Halo and until mm -hmm. I die, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Probably how it's going to go. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, I, oh and that's at uh, twitch.tv slash S-T-O-O-P-I-D underscore you. I know. I also hate the username. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you at least change it so it's not all these stupid capitalizations no. i'll have my random capitalization that's perfect i got that from uh, a friend's gamer tag in junior high perfect <laughs> straight that dude. guy oh man congrats all right uh, ryan what's coming up on your channel and uh all the fun stuff well, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash renditions with two Z's because shockingly enough, I'm in the same boat as stupid. I also hate my name. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to be playing some Siege. I've been playing Siege for the most part. We're about to start up the new season, which is kind of hype. I'm hoping to get some mm. actual cool characters and I just got a new one. Um, I might be oh, playing tonight. Maybe. Possibly. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I got to say. Yeah, that's it. And yeah, there's a new cool. season. I'm excited. Cool. Um, coming up on my channel, not a lot. Um, I'm thinking about going back to Enderall and just cheating my way through. <laughs> <laughs> because I am somehow underleveled. I have no idea how I'm going to beat that character, beat this boss that I'm in. Oh, um, boy. I've been playing a little bit of Minecraft. Oh. New update on the Minecraft. So... You know, a little something. Been playing the Atrono server again. Uh, restarted that. Um, so maybe I'll uh, play some of that later this week. Uh, this might be a pretty light week for me. So one one quick... Guys... Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, one quick thing on your topic of Enderolf reminded me. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to play that too. I bailed on it. I'm playing a different Skyrim mod on Twitch. I forgot about oh, that. It's <laughs> nice. I'm playing Bruma. I don't know if you know what that is. I it do is know neat. Bruma. Yeah. It's I've cool actually so far. It it's pretty good. I'm I'll it. have to check that out. So yeah, that's also happening. <laughs> awesome. Um, otherwise, guys, follow the podcast on uh, Spotify and subscribe on iTunes and all the other places. I forgot to mention, we're also on a po new podcast platform that I've been trying out called Swoot. It's kind of a combination of a podcast platform and a social media network. How do you, um, how do you guys, spell that platform? S-W-O-O-T, Swoot. Um, 
and I will put out my Swoot link. You guys can follow me on there. Uh, it's just the Swoot.com slash Danny K. But I'll also put that link out there for everyone that's uh, curious about it. Um, it's a really cool pop platform where we can like suggest shows to your friends and whatever else. So we're also on there. Um, Google Play, we're also on there. Uh, one goal that I would really like to hit here. So if you guys haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel. Uh, for the podcast, I'd like to get a uh, custom URL um, at some point. I added some new channel art and stuff like that. So, yeah, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Spotify, uh, share us with your friends and all the fun stuff. Uh, you can also connect with us on Twitter at NTNPod. Um, so, yeah, that's all the stuff for the podcast. Anything else, guys? Absolutely anything else before we go? ISP suck. Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nothing for me. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, thank guys, you for being go here, check dude. out. Yeah, guys, go check out Stupid. All the links will be down below in the description if you're watching or uh, watching the VOD or listening. <laughs> uh, other than that, guys, until next week, goodbye. Later, guys. Toodles. Bye. <laughs>